0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Warning.
1: Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying.
0: The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. They uh, called him, apparently, a hacker-for-hire, they being U.S. police uh, officials, maybe the FBI, Kareem Baratov, the 22-year-old who was living high in Ancaster, Ontario, just outside Hamilton, actually part of the greater city of Hamilton, and uh, allegedly hooked up with two Russian FSB agents in the United States and involved in the Yahoo data breach of some half-billion accounts. We'll talk to Ross McLean, former Toronto police officer, bodyguard, and security expert about this particular case in a few minutes' time. And uh, David Fraser is going to join us as well, the partner at MacKinnis Cooper in Halifax, one of the world's top internet security and privacy lawyers. I spoke with David briefly yesterday and said, what's interesting about this case? And uh, he came up with some really fascinating angles that, uh, that he's going to share with us. But let's start with this story, Albert, As progressive conservatives choose their new party leader today. Jason Kenney is the favorite. But then what? A PC-Wildrose merger and a unified right taking on the NDP and the, Liber- and the liberals in 2019. John Hempey joins us from Calgary, Chorus Radio reporter. He's at the convention, the leadership convention for the progressive conservatives. John, thank you for the time. It's, it's one ballot uh, down from what I understand. And, uh, Jason Kenney, is he expected to win on one ballot or could this go longer?
1: Well, I mean, you, you look at the room, Roy, and I would, you know, I'd be hard pressed to say that, um, anybody else's supporters outnumber Jason Kenney's, uh, you know, he, his team has been handing out white, white cowboy hats, blue ball caps, blue t-shirts, and it's a sea of those here at, uh, at the TELUS convention center today. And so, I mean, I would, you know, just anecdotally, it would be i'd be really surprised if Jason Kennedy doesn't get this on the first
0: count now we understand that this is a delegated convention not the one member one vote format of the past what does that mean exactly
1: so 1700 delegates from across the province uh, are here and they're going to be casting ballots uh, basically at every constituency association they had uh, delegate meetings and delegates were elected and they weren't necessarily committed this is not exactly kind of like you know this US system of of delegates, I guess, but you know, they don't have to necessarily pledge their affiliation. But um, you know, quite a few of them, the Kenny campaign has been saying through this whole thing, uh, you know, the delegates that were elected last night, you know, nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 are, are, are for us. And so going into this, Kenny's campaign has been saying somewhere in the neighborhood of 80% of delegates um, they feel are committed to them, but there's no real official committing process through this thing.
0: All right. John, not so long ago, if Jason Kenney were to win the leadership of the conservative Progressive Conservative Party of Alberta, that would simply have meant that he was going to be almost by default the next premier of the province. But today, two thousand and seventeen, what does the Jason Kenney victory mean with a split uh, in the political right between the, the PCs and Wildrose and uh, and of course, there's also the increasing strength from what I understand from the demographics in the province of Alberta, increasing strength, certainly of the NDP. there you're government at the moment, and the Liberals as well.
1: Well, I think the days of, of getting the PC nomination being a coronation are over in this province. And we saw, you know, with the Wild Rose emerging and the PCs being decimated to third-party status in the last election, uh, that times are changing. And now we're, we're in a position where um, this could very well be the last PC leadership convention because uh, Jason Kenney has made it very apparent that he wants to see both the Wild Rose and the PCs unite uh, under one conservative banner. Notice the word progressive has gone from there. Right. That that leaves people like Richard Starkey, who uh, is also running for the leadership, a little on the disaffected side saying, look, there this is the the word progressive is important. Uh, actually in his speech today, Starkey referenced some of the gaffes that the Wild Rose Party has en- endured over the last number of months and uh says, you know, is that what we want to identify with? What you know when if we wake up to that, is that what we want? And uh, to complicate all of this, there is no process in Alberta that allows for a merger of parties. And so uh, this is a delicate dancing act between Brian Jean, the, the leader of the Wild Rose, and, and Jason Kenney if he is the successful leader, because what's going to end up happening here is that um, there could very well be a third party that emerges because you can't take your assets with you, you can't really dissolve your party. They just kind of go dormant, is is, is the best way to put it. It's how Alberta law is written and how the PC constitution is written right now.
0: Has Jason Kenney addressed any of this in the in, the, in, the, in the, today since you've been there, or is he I, keeping a fairly low profile? Jason Jason Kenney
1: is on message. I mean, you know, there's something to be said about this Kenney campaign. Um, it started yesterday afternoon, actually, when Kenney rolled up outside the convention center in a highly stage managed affair in this truck that he's been going across the province and and meeting with Albertans, and, and uh, it started there, uh, you know, moments before he comes out on uh, uh, into the convention hall. You have people handing out T-shirts and placards. Um, you know, so it's highly stage-managed. When it comes to Kenny himself, he's on message. You know, I listened to him, and he spoke last night. The message has not changed from the first time I saw him back in January. I just moved to Calgary here in January, and, and so I've been following this since I got here. And I'll tell you, I mean, every... Every time I've seen Kenny, the message has been the same: uh, unite the right, uh, let's defeat the NDP, and bring back the Alberta advantage. Uh, that's pretty much the Kenny campaign in a nutshell, and he's he's pretty much out there saying that uh, same thing over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, one more question for you, John: If the convention were to require more than one ballot to decide the leader of the Progressive Conservatives, how significant would that be? Assuming it's going to be Jason Kenny, but if it takes more than one ballot, how significant would that be to Kenny?
1: Um, you know, I think it might say something about how, may, how strong maybe there is of a desire to, to retain that progressive part of progressive conservative. I mean, Jason ketty has been talking about a Big Ten conservative party, but there are people here. I, you know, I'll, I'll relay a very quick story. I was downstairs grabbing a sandwich yesterday. A lady who has nothing to do with the convention said to somebody who's attending it, what's going on? And he said, well, a guy from down east wants to take over the party and, and destroy it, and we're trying to stop that from happening. That kind of attitude tells me from at least one of the attendees that, you know, I think probably there's a desire to, if if this party's going to go further to the right, there may be a gap for somebody to come up the middle after all this is said and done.
0: Hey, John, thank you for the time. We'll keep a close eye on what's going on at the convention, the leadership convention for the Progressive Conservative Party for now, with Jason Kenney uh, being likely the odds-on favorite to come out as the leader of the PC's. And where we go from there, we'll find out. Thank you, John. Thanks, Roy. John Himpey from Chorus Alberta, on the Roy Green Show. When we come back, this story of uh, intrigue and um, Russian agents, nothing to do with Donald Trump this time, but Russian agents and a 22-year-old who was living a very affluent life in Ancaster, Ontario, before he was arrested, and now the United States wants him extradited to the U.S. They're saying that he's a flight risk because he's been a, um, a hacker for hire. Ross McLean will join as former Toronto police officer, bodyguard for many of the most famous people, and a security expert. We'll talk to Ross about how this situation is most likely to develop going forward, certainly from the security and the police perspective. And then David Fraser, partner at McInnes Cooper in Halifax, internet and security privacy lawyer, one of the best in the world. <laughs> we'll talk to David about The implications of half a billion Yahoo accounts being compromised. I had no idea there were still half a billion Yahoo accounts left. Stick around.